look at one verse tonight. Psalm 107, verse 8. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Let's look at that again. You children, he tells us two things for why we should praise the Lord. Okay, listen again. You tell me, what are the two things that we should praise, for which we should praise the Lord? Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Do you know, when we give thanks, it draws attention to a good trait or to an action of an individual. It's good for us. It's good for that person. And actually, it's good for others as well. An evangelist from many years ago used to say, when the fire of gratitude dies on the altar of a man's heart, that man is well nigh hopeless. Now, I've brought with me tonight a little airplane. This airplane is a Ford trimotor. You see it has three motors on it. It was a unique plane in its day because it was one of the first planes that was totally metal. It began production in about 1925. But in the early 1920s, the designer of this plane sent out a letter to many different corporate presidents. And he told them, he said, I need to raise $20,000 and I'm asking each of you for $1,000. And I can make you one guarantee. If you give me $1,000, you'll never get anything out of it. Henry Ford and his son Edsel sent the man $1,000. And a few years later, Henry Ford bought all the, plane, all the drawings to this plane and began producing it. What I want you to notice about an airplane, though, you tell me what you notice different about this airplane. Hi, Shy. It's okay. Come here, girl. Notice what you see different about this airplane. Now, notice it here. Notice it here. Notice it here. Notice it here. What was the first thing you noticed? The first one is called the attitude of an airplane, and that's the direction the nose is pointed. Here the attitude is pointed up. Here the attitude is pointed down. This is altitude. Here it's up higher. Here it's down lower. But I want you to notice something. If your nose is pointed up, usually what's going to happen to your altitude you're going to go higher. If your nose is pointed down, your, if your attitude is pointed down, your altitude is going to go down. Now I want you to think about that this evening. Think about our airplane as we think about how our attitudes are going to affect us in our homes. We've now had four weeks of digital meetings. We're now several weeks into 
home everything. We work, many are working from home, many are schooling from home, many are entertaining at home, many are going out to eat at home. We seem to do everything about the same. You know, so how do you survive? How do you keep from getting discouraged? How do you keep from getting down? I want you to notice, just as on this airplane, I have three motors. God, we're going to have three different things that God commands us that we find about thankfulness. First of all, we're going to find the command for thankfulness. The command for thankfulness. We're going to see examples of thankfulness. And then we're going to talk about some topics of thankfulness. So let's begin with God's command for thankfulness. In Colossians chapter 4, verse 2, we read, Continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. You see, God commands us to give thanks. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, we read, In or through everything, give thanks. You know, as you, as you think about this, he didn't say, give thanks for everything. He did say, in or through everything, give thanks. 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1, there we read, I exhort, therefore, that, first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. In Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15, we read, By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually, that is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. You see, God gives us a command that we should give thanks. But I want you to notice there are some warnings about being ungrateful. In Romans chapter 1, verse 21, we read, because that, when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, empty in their thinking. I want you to notice something from Romans chapter 1 verse 21. Ungratefulness leads us to begin to think that God is not good. It's interesting, when we don't give thanks, we begin to forget all that God has done, and we begin to think that God's not good. Also, ungratefulness leads us not to want to worship Him. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 4 tells us, Neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor jesting, which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks. Did you notice in that the third thing that he's talking about, ungratefulness, often leads to bad language? You see, often when people are disappointed with something that's going on, they begin to use bad language. Thankfulness keeps our language positive. He gives us some warnings about why it's important that we be thankful warning us why we have to be careful not to be ungrateful. But then he also gives us some benefits of being thankful. 
listen to these verses and pick out the point of the benefits of being thankful. In Ephesians chapter 5, he says, Giving thanks always for all things unto the Father, unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In Colossians 1, he says, Giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Did you notice the two things in those verses? Giving thanks always for all things. Do you know God is good? James tells us that every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. Colossians, Paul was reminding us that we need to be thankful because we have been made partakers of the inheritance. You see, because of Jesus Christ, what God has done for us, we actually have a home in heaven. What's a benefit of being thankful? Well, first of all, it helps us remember what we have. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 tells us, Don't be anxious, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. God tells us to be thankful because when we remember to give thanks, it reminds us that we can trust God with the things we're concerned about now. Second of all, it helps us to remember to whom we should turn when we're in trouble. Colossians chapter 2 verse 7 tells us, being rooted and built up in him, established in the faith as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. When you remember what all God has done for you, it helps you to be, when you're thankful, it helps you to trust him. Third, it helps you to grow in the Lord and not be turned aside. You know, just the simple thing of giving thanks helps you to grow. I've watched marriages slowly come apart. The husband was doing things that annoyed the wife. The wife began to focus on the traits, on those traits, and she ceased to be grateful for the things that he did do. Today they're not together. She is broken and bitter. Only Satan's happy. You know, when we focus on things for which we can be thankful, it changes our altitude because our attitude is going the right direction. Colossians chapter 3, verse 15 says, Let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which also ye are called in one body, and be ye thankful. Colossians 3.17, And whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. You see, when we give thanks, it protects us from bitterness toward people and God. Well, we saw the first. There's this command for thankfulness. That was our center engine. But now we're going to look at an example of thankfulness. In fact, three examples of thankfulness. The first one is a man named Daniel. If you would turn in your Bibles to Daniel chapter 6, verse 10. Daniel chapter 6, verse 10. And there we read, Now when Daniel knew 
that the writing was signed, he went into his house, and his windows being open in the chamber toward Jerusalem, he kneeled upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he did aforetime. Daniel chapter 6 is the familiar passage that we often would talk about Daniel in the lion's den. Daniel was an older man at this point. And Daniel had gone through several kingdom changes. And every time he was taken to the new kingdom. Daniel wasn't well liked. Life was hard for him. Times were tough. He was in a minority. How did Daniel stay so positive? Daniel gave thanks. You see, thanksgiving is more important than we give it credit for. And when God commands us to give thanks, he doesn't do it because he's selfish. He does it because he knows how we're made and he knows thankfulness is really important. Not only did Daniel give thanks, but another illustration is the Apostle Paul. If you would like to turn to Acts 28, verse 15. Acts 28, 15. Paul learned to give thanks for his friends when he was in the middle of hardship. Usually when we're going through hardship, we tend to grumble at our friends. But notice here, Acts 28, 15, And from thence, when the brethren heard of us, they came to meet us as far as Apiphorum and the three taverns, whom, when Paul saw, he thanked God and took courage. There are several different times we read that Paul, when he's in prison, when he's in, in jail, he gives thanks for his friends reaching out to him. In Colossians chapter 1, verse 3, Paul says, We give thanks to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you. Thankfulness was a part of Paul's makeup. He was thankful for the testimony of his friends. In Romans chapter 1, verse 8, Paul says, First, I thank God through our Lord Jesus Christ for you all that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. You know, it's easy to become critical of other Christians. But what keeps us from becoming critical about other people is learning to be thankful. Thankful for their testimony. Thankful that they're known for being Christians and they're known for the change that God has worked in their lives. Romans chapter 6, Paul says, But God be thanked that ye were the servants of sin, but ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered unto you. Paul goes on. We could read several other passages, but I also want you to notice Paul was thankful for personal victory. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57, we read, but, God, but thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Paul thanked God for the personal victory that we now have. In 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14, we read, Now thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ. He was, he was thankful for the fact that they were having personal victory. And 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 12, 
Paul says, I thank Christ Jesus our Lord who hath enabled me for that he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry. You know, personal victories, the opportunities to serve the Lord, the opportunities to do something in the Lord's name, whether it is taking some food to someone or delivering groceries for them, the opportunity to do something. I'm so thankful I get an opportunity to still preach, even though we're homebound right now. Then Paul also was thankful for what Christ had done for others. In 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 4, Paul says, I thank my God always on your behalf for the grace of God which is given you by Jesus Christ. It's always giving God credit. He was focused on what Christ was doing. I found it interesting. Paul gave thanks for things he didn't do. Have you ever thought about doing that? In 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 14, Paul says, I thank God that I baptized none of you but Crispus and Gaius. Now, there were people being baptized, but Paul was not the one that had did it. You know, Paul could look back and could see with thankfulness why God had had someone else baptize those people. Paul learned to be thankful in all things. That's what helped Paul as he was going through difficult times in his life. Paul had eyes to see what God was doing. Paul had the willingness to be thankful when things were different than he would have preferred. Our third example of thankfulness is actually the Lord Jesus Christ. In Matthew chapter 11, verse 25, we read, At that time Jesus answered and said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because thou hast hid these things from the prudent and wise and hast revealed them unto babes. You know, Jesus, though he was God, was still man, and Jesus could say, thank you, God. What an example for us. In John 11, verse 41, this was where Lazarus has died. Jesus had them roll the stone away from Lazarus' tomb, and he, and he prayed, and he said this. He said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. Jesus was not only thankful for answer to prayer, but Jesus was thankful for his Father's provision. You know, at the feeding of the 5,000, Jesus gave thanks. At the Last Supper, Jesus gave thanks. You see, it's important that we learn, as we focused, there's been a command for thankfulness. You remember the second one was an example of thankfulness. But I said I would give you one more thing to help you be flying in the right direction. And that is, what are some topics for thankfulness? Maybe you'd like to get out a pen and paper and jot down some of these things so that you could remind yourself later. One, to be thankful for our salvation. Exodus 15 verse 2 tells us, The Lord is my strength and song, and he is become my salvation. For deliverance. Here we read in 2 Samuel 22, 2. And he said, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverance. 
Imagine how when you focus on God being your deliverer, it gives you confidence when you're totally out of control. A third thing is to give thanks for God's righteousness. You see, sometimes we give thanks for what God has given us, but sometimes we give praise because of who God is. I will praise the Lord according to his righteousness and will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High, praising God for his works. I will praise the Lord, O I will praise thee, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will show forth all thy marvelous works. You know, when we give, I'm looking forward to next week. It's been a month since we've been able to share praises together. And when we praise God and we remember the works that he's done, it changes the way that we look at life. We can thank God for protection. This is the fifth thing that I would mention. Psalm 18.2, The Lord is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust, my buckler and the horn of my salvation, and my high tower. So tonight, as we think about these things, how can we develop this gift of thankfulness? How can we control our attitude so that our altitude stays where it ought to? Do you know gratefulness, thankfulness can keep us flying above the gray, cloudy weather that we see around us? Your attitude will impact your altitude. If you see that your attitude is pointing down, you're going to find that you're going to grumble. I want to challenge you children tonight. Think of something before you go to bed that you can be grateful for. Think of everyone in your family and try to think of something you can tell them thank you for before you go to bed. Tomorrow, think throughout the day, plan out, I'm going to say thank you when people do things for me. To you moms and dads, can I encourage you to do the same thing? Look for ways to catch your kids being good and tell them thank you.